Thank you for joining us here at Fellowship Church for today's message. Our desire is to encourage others to love God, love people, and impact the world. And we would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So take a moment and visit us online at fellowshipws.org. Find the Share Your Story button and tell us what God is doing in your life. While you are there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's message. Come on, lift your hands and worship Him for a few minutes. Here is, here, here is our praise. Here's our praise. Come on, come on. Here's our praise. Here's our praise. you Lord here one more time one more time here is here here is hey God because you're worthy you're worthy 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 hey here is here only are you Lord is our praise first Samuel chapter 16 I felt that one hallelujah we give it to you we give it to you only you only you we give it to you only you we're gonna read from 6 to 12 I'm a worshiper too so I'm one of them I'm one of them one of them I'm one of them people where you like, can you just go on and do what you, my mama is Methodist. And she tells me all the time, if you would just preach, just preach. Why you got to do all that singing? You know, she's Methodist. She like, just get up there and preach. I'm like, but mama, I need the presence of the Lord. Because I realize that worship can do something for you in five minutes that 20 minutes of me standing here can't do. Okay, y'all got y'all Bibles? First Samuel chapter 16, verse 6 through 12. Y'all know this. The Bible says, so it was when they came they, that he looked at Eliab and said, surely the Lord's anointing is before you. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or his physical stature because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees, hallelujah. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shema pass by and he said, neither has the Lord chosen this one. Say that ain't it. <laughs> Thus Jesse made seven of the sons pass before Samuel, and Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. Say, that ain't it either. <laughs> and Samuel said to Jesse, Are all the young men here? Then he said, There remains yet the youngest, and there he is, keeping the sheep. Hallelujah. And Samuel said to Jesse, send and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes. 
So he went and brought in. Now he was already with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is the one he wants. Hallelujah. Father, bless us now in Jesus' name. Lord, let Ashley sit down, Lord, that you just stand up strong. I thank you that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord would say. I bind any confusion. I, I cancel the assignment of the enemy. God, I thank you that your presence is here because your, your word brings light, Lord, but your presence sets us free. So, Father, I thank you right now, Lord God, for what you are about to do in this place. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And from verse 11, Samuel said to Jesse, are all those, all the, all the young men here? Then he said, there remains yet the youngest, and there he is keeping sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, send and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes. This morning for the next few minutes, I just want to preach from a subject. Keep standing. I'm the one that he wants. Come on, tell your neighbor, just keep standing. I am the one that he wants. You may be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, David, we know, we know that David is known as one of the greatest kings of Israel. He has been called one of the most prominent figures in the history of the world. He is the most, I would call him the most famous ancestor of Christ because we always know the Bible refers back to Jesus as the son of David. His life was a mixture of good and evil, filled with noble deeds, fine aspirations, and splendid accomplishments. Yet he was strained with gross sin. He never became an adulterer, or we never hear that he became an adulterer by his, his life, but, but, but we understand that he was loyal to the Lord. And in his testimony and in his worship, he honored God. He was known for being a man after God's own heart. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. I often tell people that whenever I get to heaven, just put me between David and now you can put me between the Joneses. Hallelujah. Because we're going to be up in there just telling God how holy he is. Amen. But we under, but I, I, I really like David uh, because whenever I look at the life of David, I understand that while he was a man after God's own heart and he loved Jesus, he has some stuff with him. Amen. I don't know about any of you but I love God but if you catch me on the wrong day you're gonna say I got a little stuff with me amen now I'm country so when I say stuff I mean what I mean by that is, 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 is if you catch me on the wrong day I might cut you if you you look at me sideways I might ask you what you're looking at I'm saving I love God but 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 you know I got some stuff with me is there anybody in the house like that I love David because and, and you know one of the things one of the problems that we have is when we get to church we don't like to be real with people and so we put people People on platforms and we forget that they're human amen and so so David was one of them that just wrote Lord I will bless you at all times and your praise shall be continuously in in my mouth but we understand that that, that he had a wondering eye and that I got him in trouble if you read the book amen and so I love David I love David I love David because David was someone who knew who he was he he, he knew order 
He knew honor, hallelujah, and he knew, he knew that when someone was over him, like Saul, he knew he still had to give honor to him because his praise was always to God and that, that his life belonged to God, amen. And sometimes I'm finding out in the church that our greatest challenge is not knowing who we are, hallelujah, not knowing the purpose of our being, not knowing our true identity. We spend a lot of time trying to be who man has called us and not a lot of time trying to figure out who we are for the Bible says that if any man be in Christ he is a new creation but we don't spend that much time figuring out who is this new creation and that's why things pop up on us because we haven't spent the time that we need to spend knowing who God has truly made us to be if I, I just want to paint the picture for a moment I was riding down the road and 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 I in my phone there's a lady that talks to me sometimes named Siri. Anybody know her? A lady named Siri, Daddy. She's on the iPhone, you know. And so Siri, I could just say Siri, tell me where the Papa John's is, and she'll say, Well, here's four locations. And Siri, tell me where the Krispy Kreme Donuts is. It's 14 miles away. I like Siri because all I gotta do, y'all know about Siri, right? A Siri, please just tell me, tell me how long will it take to get to Winston Salem? It'll take you about an hour and a half. Well, the other day I was talking to Siri, trying to get some. Somewhere, and I said on my way back I said Siri take me home and Siri said but who are you and I got mad with Siri if I can be real honest because I've been talking to Siri for the last two years and, and she got the nerve to tell me who are you we've been driving to my house all the time and I say Siri take me home so so who are you then she begins to tell me you need to go to the settings and put your name in so that I'll know what to call you I was driving down the road and I did I got I got a little upset with Siri because you know I took it a little personal but then the Holy Spirit prompted me and began to ask me a series of questions like Siri just asked me well who are you well, who are you? And as I begin to drive down the road, I begin to think about that thing because I know what people call me, Pastor Ashley and this person and that person. But as the Lord and I begin to, I begin to talk to God, I'm saying, well, God, I believe I'm this person. I believe I do this and this. He said, but no, no, no. Who have I created you to be? One of the problems in the body of Christ is that we have not had that conversation with God. We have not been before him long enough to ask him, God, who am I? really because the reason why I know is because I see us and we're not acting like children of God when you know who you are you know you're the righteousness of God you know you're the apple in his eye you know that he made you and there's nobody like you you've been uniquely made he he took time and formed you in your mother's womb but too often we see people walking around like they don't really know who they are can I get a witness and if the truth be told we struggle with that as as adults because in our childhood childhood we didn't figure it out and so we have adult demons that we should have dealt with in our childhood and now we got attitudes at 45 that should have been dealt with at 12 can I get a witness in this house see I didn't come to play this morning because I found out that we spend 45 minutes
minutes to two hours in church and we go home the same, not in this church. We're not going home the same anymore because God wants to deal with the issues of our heart because whenever you don't know who you are, you become frustrated at life. You're disappointed by things not going the way they should. Oh my God, when you don't know who you are, then all of a sudden, if lady, if lady gives somebody else a song, you feel like you should have got it. Well, wait a minute, hold up. Who told you that that song belonged to you? The problem in the body of Christ is that we're always trying to do things that God didn't tell us to do. And so we, we run into those problems when we don't know who we are. But I've come to talk to some people that know that I am bought with a price. I belong to God and I'm here to serve the one and only that made me and whatever he wants me to do is what I'm gonna do so then the church has been wounded because of rejection I believe the rejection comes from not knowing who you are what I tell people all the time is nothing can stop me when God has called me to it nobody can sit me down if God has told me to stand up and what God has for me is for me I found out that people sometimes in the body of Christ are dealing with rejection because they feel like man did not approve of them but man don't have to approve of you you only need the approval of God can I get a witness in this house I said man ain't got to approve you all you need is God's approval hallelujah and so I've come to encourage you this morning God has chosen you if there was any question about it let me be the first to say that he has chosen you well how how do you know Ashley well the Bible says in Ephesians 1 and 4 that he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. That sounds like he chose us, didn't it? The Bible says in John 15 and 16, you did not choose me. Jesus is talking. He said, you did not choose me, but I chose you. It goes on to say that I chose you to bear fruit. Hallelujah. Let me give you another scripture. We all know this one. First Peter chapter 2 and verse 9 says, we are our chosen generation I'm so sorry that the enemy has allowed us to think that God has not chosen us has allowed us to think that we are being counted out I want to let you know with your beautiful self it don't matter where you from listen I'm from the backwoods I'm from a place where you drive in and drive out there's only one way in and one way out and by the time you're on your way out we know who you are I'm from that place there's no stoplights where I'm from but if God has chosen me nobody can stop me can I get a witness some of you have been limited because of the way you might have been brought up some of you have been limited by words that have been spoken over you some of you may feel like you've been rejected because maybe you fail a test or maybe you fail in college or maybe something didn't go right with what you've been brought up with but I've come to tell you that God has chosen you that God does love you you are his choice and what God can I get a witness in the house? I said, can I get a witness in the house? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You know, one of the things that I'm finding out, I've been pastoring probably um, since 2009. I have. I've been pastoring since 2009. A lot of people come in my office for counseling. And one of the things that I always tell people, Pastor Tony, is I'm not God. And so all I can give you is what the word says about you. I'm not God. Come on. I can't fix any of your issues because I learned at an early age that sometimes people want you to fix stuff that you ain't able to fix. 
And so what I begin to do is I begin to encourage them in the word. They come and talk to me and I'm saying, well, this is what the word says and this is how I'm going to agree with the word for your life. But what I'm finding out is we don't no longer know what the word says anymore. And so, and so we don't realize who we really, be. do you know who God really created you to be? We are limited when our capacity is so big. Hallelujah. But what, one of the things that God began to show me as I've been talking to people is just, just start asking them. Ask them who I am in their lives and ask them who they are in me and talk to them about how much I love them because no matter if you have seven tattoos and blue hair, he loves you. It don't matter if you messed up, failed 25,000 times, he still loves you. He is a loving God. God is not like man. And sometimes our mind can't conceive the love that God has for us and so what the enemy I want to let you know that the enemy what he will try to do is he'll try to discourage you and so you no longer come in the house ready to worship a holy God but I want to let you know that it ain't like that today God wants you to know how much he loves you he wants you to know how much he cares for you he wants you to know that you're the apple in his eye he wants you to know that you're still chosen and there have been people that have counted you out there have been people that have said some things against you there have been people that try to treat you like he didn't love you but I've come to say just keep standing the next time somebody want to remind you of their past tell them just keep standing just keep standing because I'm still the one the still the one that he wants amen and so we see in the bible this is a very familiar passage of, of scripture hallelujah because we always talking about David and Goliath and we're always talking about how David was chosen and different things we understand that that, that that, that when the day that, that, that Samuel comes to the house, we understand that Jesse, hallelujah, who is the father, we understand that he probably had a, a little talk with the guys while David was outside. Listen, man, go ahead and get your best cologne. I need you to go and find you a good, good suit and, and get you a bow tie. And Eliab, you know, you look better when you, you know, when you shave, you know. He probably had a little roundabout talk with them because Samuel coming to the house and, and goodness gracious one well somebody up in here is gonna be king I can imagine that as they begin to prepare uh, he probably said now look here don't y'all all wear the, the same cologne but don't wear too much cologne because you're gonna overdo it and, and the man of God is coming he probably told him get your best shoes out no 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 I need you to shine those and, 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 and if I could just use my little mind and my little imagination uh, within himself can't you imagine yeah, the father he probably was so excited within himself he probably went and got shaved and, and had his best suit on and, and was standing at the door flexing when Samuel was coming because he knew one of his boys was about to be king everything was about to change Bible didn't say that I'm painting the picture is that all right? Because <laughs> I, I, when I read the Bible, I be trying to figure it out. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, all the things that his dad's probably said, man, things about to change around here. We about to be blowing up. It's about to be a lituation around here. It's about to, oh, y'all don't know what a litu. <laughs> See, my niece who is 20 at, at North Carolina Central University, Eagle Pride, hallelujah um she's been staying with me and, and what we do is is she'll tell me a word and tell me how to use it 
And so I'll be running around talking, and I just how I say this, and she be like, no, I actually don't say it that way because you're gonna embarrass me, you know. And so she taught me what a lituation is because a lituation is a situation that's lit. <laughs> I don't know why, you know, but it was about to be a lituation around now. Everything was about to change. Tell your neighbor, everything about you is about to change. Hallelujah. And so, and so, and so Samuel comes to the house and, and I can imagine as Samuel has come, cause this is about to be a holy thing. This is God. God is saying, do this. This is not something that, that man said, but, if, but I can imagine when Samuel gets there and he, the Bible says, the Bible says this, and I want to give you three takeaways from what I'm, what I'm saying today. The first thing that I want to acknowledge in verse six is the Bible says that, 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 Mm -hmm. uh, when he looked at Eliab you know Eliab was the, the oldest boy he was probably tall dark and handsome he probably was wearing brute nobody wears brute anymore <laughs> sorry <laughs> but he you know Eliab was the one you know he was just he probably just had that swag and Samuel looks at him surely you're the one God wants surely it's you but God done flipped the switch the first thing you need to understand is you're chosen but you need to be delivered from people because what happens is when he says you're the one God wants and God is like no what that would have stopped us because when somebody says it must be you and it's not you that's automatically discouraging amen and so what we need to do is be delivered from people because people will miss it not only did Samuel miss it but Jesse missed it too come on somebody it's one thing for the man of God to miss it something totally different for his own daddy to miss it and so what happens is, is we don't deal with family issues because what, 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 what should have been happening is all of them should have been in the house but no 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 David was outside which lets me know that that, that people miss it and if you're not careful you'll be waiting for man's approval and that's not God's approval you'll be you'll miss it because you'll be thinking man this must be God you look like ooh, you bought doc you walk like you got Jesus in you Cause, honey you better take a different look because what God is raising up the remnant that God is raising up honey we got tattoos ear piercings piercings we got red hair black hair blue hair and God is using us and God's using you Sometimes they try, and I know, I know you've seen this. Sometimes they try to, in school, they'll go ahead and label us. When we're young, I was in school, and the teachers told my mom, you better go ahead and get that girl some Ritalin. That was back in the day. The teachers at the time could spank us. I just happened to be getting spanked in every class. Because I ran my mouth, I was grown and sassy, and they won't go have it. So they called my mom in for a meeting, and they said, you need to get that girl on some Ritalin. And my mama looked at them and said, she don't need no Ritalin. I'm not putting her on Ritalin. Well, I thought we got, you know, woo, we, we done that. Lord have mercy, my mama beat me for the last week, about two weeks straight. You go, I mean, she would get me before I went to school. And when I walk back in, she'd be like, nah, what, what's going on? Because they'll put a label on somebody. All I needed was a little bit of structure and stability. And 
young age, he'll start working on our children, which is why we got to cover our babies early. He ain't waiting for nobody to be 24. No, he starts in the school telling them who they are and who they are not. But the devil is a liar. We can change that with the blood of Jesus and the word of our testimony and pray for our children because the devil will not have not one of them. because people miss it the bible says in verse 7 hallelujah the lord tells samuel hold up wait a minute bro i don't look at nobody's outside but i look at the inside of a person i'm so glad about that because sometimes what people look at is not really what's going on on the inside of you i know i may look broke busted and disgusted but i love church have to have is a discerning eye so that we'll be able to speak to that person and tell them baby it's all right you're going through a season but you're gonna make it can I can I can I help a few people um, 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 God looks at the heart one of the things that um that that, that that I that I discovered by the heart and by no means am I a doctor or any of those things you know I'm just a, a girl that loved Jesus but one of the things that I've discovered about the heart um, when you look at it, just, uh, just for layman's terms, I don't have big, big words, but for layman's terms, when you look at the heart, if you study the heart, a person that has had a heart attack, um, um, it's, it's caused by a blood clot blocking the artery that brings blood to the heart. Let me say it again. Someone that has had a heart attack, they're in, in, it, it, they can die. You know, you can die from a heart attack. What it's caused by is a blood clot that blocks an artery that brings blood to the heart. I said, God, what are you saying? He said, tell the people that some of them are in danger of a blood clot. I said, what do you mean by that? He said, anger and bitterness are blood clots. I said, what do you mean by that? He said, jealousy and unforgiveness are blood clots. I said, what are you talking about? He said, tell my people they need to check their hearts. I said, what do you mean by that? He said, because if they get a blood clot, my blood can't flow through them. And if my blood can't flow through them, then nobody won't see me. And they're in danger of having a spiritual death. Am I talking to anybody in here? I've been through some things that allow me to have a blood clot, but I said, God, judging me but God looking at my heart he said but your heart is ugly but your heart is bitter 
but your heart won't forgive this one and your heart won't forgive that one and your heart has jealousy and your heart is angry and your heart is filled with rage I'm not talking to anybody in here your heart needs a needs a, a, a surgery right about now but I'm so glad that we serve a God who's able to do surgery on our inside I don't look like what I've been through but God knows I've been through a lot but my heart must be pure because the Bible says that if you're gonna worship God you must have clean hands and a pure heart I can talk to you all day about being chosen but before I talk to you about being chosen I need to tell you that while God is looking at the inside of you what does your heart look like been through some things that don't mean that you can carry on the way you're carrying on been hurt by some people that don't mean you can continue to look at somebody and roll your eyes and act ugly and bitter pastor they don't let me preach at my church a lot because I'm the girl <laughs> y'all understand what I mean by that I don't have seven points I don't know how to find 15 points to being successful I don't know how to tell anybody how to get money but I can tell you how to get to Jesus issues because I'm a church girl I've been in church all my life I mean I used to look at the newspaper and try to figure out who was having the revival so I could go and shout because the church was my club you know I liked it I was in a Baptist church but I went to the holiness church because I wanted to see what the holiness people gonna do next and what I found out is we've learned how to wear makeup very well in the church meanwhile the devil is beating us up and nobody coming nobody new coming there's somebody on the corner that needs your testimony there's somebody on the corner that needs to know about Jesus there's somebody in the Bojangles that need to know that God loves them baby I know you messed up but God still loves you and God's gonna use you to do that he looks at the heart are you in danger of dying because of your heart? Are you in danger of being one that comes in and goes out and never changes because you won't allow God to deal with your heart? Sometimes we have what I call legit issues. Some people hurt me. It really hurt me. And it wasn't my fault. I didn't do nothing to them. But sometimes when you're chosen, you get things happening to you just because you being you. Oh. And so I hurt because all I was trying to do was the right thing. What did you do when you were doing the right thing? David was out there minding his business. He was doing the right thing. He won't ask him to be nobody's lady. He won't ask him to be nobody's preacher. He won't ask him to be nobody's worship leader. All he knew is that he loved God. He won't ask him for all of these things. And sometimes when you're chosen, you have to stand up and lead the people into the presence of God and you're hurt. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me this morning. Sometimes you have to say things like God, God is able and you need him to do something in your own life. But 
but you're chosen. And so God looks at the heart. And the other thing that that that, that I want to tell you um, is, 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 is where I want to take it home. Y'all get what I'm saying this morning. Amen. But I want to take it home on this. What ends up happening? I'm finished the story out. So, so you know Samuel comes and Samuel is, is trying to, you must be the one. Nope, you ain't the one. You must be the one. Nope, you ain't the one. He goes past all seven of the sons. Can you imagine thinking, being that sixth one and you saying to yourself, oh, it got to be me then. It got to be me. It got to be me. And all of a sudden, Samuel's like, wait a minute. We need to call um, a prayer meeting because it ain't none of y'all. Is there anybody else here? Hallelujah. And the thing that I like about it, and, and in verse 11, we highlighted where he says, send and bring him. See, when God is looking for you, you're already serving. When God is searching for the chosen, when you're already doing what God wants you to be doing, it's time out for us to come to church and sit down. We got to be serving. We got to be doing what God has called us to do. And so he says, send and go and get him. And we ain't going to sit down. Hallelujah. Until he gets here. Can I tell somebody something there are some people with your name on it and God's big is saying don't sit down because I got one that's chosen well when you look at the word standing you understand men and women of God you understand that when somebody enters the room and we all stand it's because we're showing honor to that person well I thought we were showing honor to the person but when I begin to really think about it if you go in a courtroom hallelujah one of my friends is a DA and when you walk in the courtroom and we all stand we ain't standing because we like the person but we're standing because of the system because we respect the system because we understand that we have to give honor to the system I've come to tell somebody in this room you may be serving with sheep right now but God is telling people to stand up raise up because this is the one that I want can I help somebody in this place I know you've been going through some things I know you've been standing on your own for a while and I know you feel like God has left you alone but God is saying tell the people stand up because that's the one I want I've come to talk to somebody in the room who's been rejected somebody in the room can honestly say I was about to leave the church I was about to throw in the I thought they overlooked me one time too many But I've come to let somebody know That God says that you're the one he wants Stop with the excuses No more worrying No more complaining No more excuses Let the excuses be out the door Because it's time for you to stand up They ain't gonna sit down Until you get there what God has for you it is it is for you can we take it up higher well I've come down the road to let somebody know that God still cares for you I know you've been going through children won't act right family won't act right husband won't act right wife won't act right the church has counted you out church is saying let's give up on him but God says no 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 y'all better stand up cause that's the one I want yeah that's the one I want yeah that's the one I want can
that I am, I am. I'm still his son. And God loves me. Oh, he loves me. He loves me. He loves me. When I don't love myself, God still loves me. When nobody else cares about me, God still loves me. you to know that it's not time to sit down it's not time to throw in the towel because there's a work for you to do there's some things he got in store for you but you gotta get over yourself you gotta get over those issues you gotta let God heal you there's a drunk on the street that needs love there's an alcoholic that needs love Somebody smoking weed that needs love. A pregnant teenager that needs love. I don't know about you, but I want to tell the devil I'm standing up because I'm still the one that God wants. I'm still the one that God needs. I'm still God's choice. And if you love him, say yeah. If you love him, say it. If you love him, say it. David, out there playing with the sheep. Out there fighting lions and bears. Out there getting ready to be king. What are you doing to get ready to be who God has called you to be? What are you doing? do the work he said greater works will you do where is the signs and miracles where are the miracles where are those that will lay hands on the sick and the sick recover where are those that will cast out the demons Shelf. The Bible says. 
working for you. David goes against Mephibosheth, puts him at the king's table. Oh my God, hallelujah. Can I let you know, don't matter how low you go, God is able. No matter what you're going through, God is able. He'll take a king, bring him to Winston-Salem, one he wants. Whoo, Shabbat. Hey, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. shows up stand if nobody says you're doing good stand because you're the one you're the one you're the one
Jesus. Move in this place. Move in this place. He's moving 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 in this place. Come on. He's touching hearts. He's healing minds. He's restoring the joy. Come on. Some of you need a revival. Some of you need God to search your heart to, to love you in levels that no one else could. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Oh. Come on, come on, come on, come on. For the next few seconds, come on, cry out to your daddy. Let the tears fall. Lift up your voices and cry out to your God. Cry out to the Lord. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Thank you for tuning in today with Fellowship Church. We pray that you were blessed by the message, and we would like to connect with you through our website, fellowshipws.org, or facebook.com slash at the fellowship. If you are ever in the greater triad area, we would love for you to be our VIP for weekend worship experience on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. On behalf of Pastor Tony and the Fellowship family, thank you again for joining us. And remember to love God, love people, and impact the world.